one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting the like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from a throwaway account and says, My husband confessed to me yesterday that he's in love with my sister in a drunken state. I don't know if I should take it seriously or it's just a drunk thing. Yesterday, we had dinner with my sister and her husband and we all had a lot to drink. After my sister and her husband left, my husband and I had sex. Neither of us were tired, so we continued drinking a bit of wine, listening to music in the background and everything was amazing. I thought. My husband was smiling and in a good mood. He's always like that when he is drunk. We talked about my sister and her husband. He just suddenly said, I'm in love with sister's name. I said, what? He said, I'm so desperately in love with sister's name, what I would do to taste her lips. She is brilliant. He looked so dreamy and was still smiling. I said, how drunk are you? He said, probably plenty. I was drunk too, but it still hit me like a ton of bricks. I just sat silent there and he too was in his own world with a smile etched on his face. He looked like he was a million miles away. I went to bed. This morning, all memories came rushing and now I'm not drunk, it hit me even more what he said. I'm horrified and my heart is in pieces. He hasn't mentioned anything and is acting normal if yet hung over. I don't know what to do now. He's always had a good relationship with my sister with mutual respect. Should I ignore his drunken comments? Was that just him being drunk? Should I wait for him to start talking? Not sure he even remembers. What about the sex we had? Something was different even though I loved it and I thought it was one of the best sex of my life. He was different, passionate, tender and loving and he kept saying I love you, you are brilliant. P.S. My sister has always been modest and tomboyish and she's lost 25 kilos has been working out for a year. She had a form-fitting red dress yesterday with red lips. She looked stunning. We all gave her compliments about it. She was very happy about it. I don't know why I included this. I thought maybe it's relevant. Now, there's the saying we see a lot when we cover alcohol-related stories is that drunk words are sober thoughts and whether you think that that's the case or not, the only way you're going to be able to tackle the situation is confronting it head-on and having a chat to him. Whether you do it when... He's hungover is probably not the best of moves, but I think myself would struggle to sit there and just let this stew in my mind over and over again. I'd want to find out what the hell he was thinking. Him just saying, I I love your sister is devastating in itself, drunk or not, but then desperately in love, would love to taste her lips. I mean, gee whiz. And then carried on talking about how brilliant she is and looking dreamy and all this sort of stuff. And then I kind of got the impression that when you talked about when you had sex that he was maybe thinking about her because he was so different and passionate and tender and kept saying you're brilliant and all this kind of thing i don't know maybe i'm reading too much into that and for me you know very much my opinion i think i'd really 
struggle to move past something like that drunk or not hearing those words would be absolutely devastating but ranty muck throwaway says definitely bring it up once he's not hung over anymore and can think clearly i'm torn over whether i believe the old saying drunk mind speaks sober thoughts because i do think alcohol inhibits a lot of clear thinking and decision making however i also don't know how much i believe alcohol alone can make someone's husband confess to being in love with their sister do you think you'll be able to get over this regardless of how much he denies those feelings being true because i think he will deny it if i were me i'd never feel comfortable with my husband and my sister being in the same room again which isn't sustainable for a marriage which mid says this i think he's probably expressing his lust for opie's sister in the moment be completely honest here I know that for many people, whenever their inhibitions are lowered and they're in an inebriated state, that those two emotions kind of get blended into one. For many people, they would have a tendency to express their lust for someone slash something as love for that reason. Nonetheless, Sopi needs to have a serious heart-to-heart -heart with a significant other. No one will be able to answer for him, and even with conversation, it could be extremely difficult for Opie to move forward with a relationship from here. I know from experience that even if this is dismissed as lust, op may very well carry this experience with her like a shadow if you both want to end up trying to make this work i'd highly suggest couples counseling and individual therapy to help you both move forward in a healthy manner which op nothing but the best and i hope for a brighter future ahead of you squid says i'm so sorry this is happening to you my ex once told me i love you insert my twin sister's name here and i said that's my twin sister not me he was like oh yeah i'm sorry i got the names mixed up he didn't he was in love with my sister. He was dating me to get to my sister. This is definitely something you need to bluntly discuss with him. Which Opie responded says, wasn't dating you the stupidest move if he wanted your sister? No sister would accept her sister's ex. And Squid replies that and says, that's what I thought too. And then she dated him after. I don't know, we were raised in a traumatic household and didn't have the best dynamics between each other. As we were often compared and put against each other by our parents. But I do agree that 90% of the time, that's the worst way to do it. Like a much better way to do it would be to become friends with their siblings instead of boning them. I guess he wasn't thinking clearly. Lol. Holy shit, I'm sorry for Squid in the comments there as well. When they just told their story about they went through something similar. 4459691 says this is so painful to read. You absolutely have to have that discussion today. He's acting like nothing happened. You think he doesn't remember saying it. I agree drunk words are sober thoughts. Have you ever seen any behavior towards her that made you pause? Ask him point blank and make sure you are facing each other. His reaction will tell you a lot. Opie says, he always liked my sister. He likes my whole family and is friends with my brothers, but my sister is the one he likes the most and we are very close with her and her husband. We do most things together that aren't just the two of us, but my sister has always been my best friend, so it was normal. Electra Under the Sea says, if he had only said I love her, it could well be in a drunken thing with him really liking her as a person and saying it like that at worst an innocent crush but no more than that perhaps but he went on to make sure he left no doubts about his feelings what he says was really not silly drunken words it was an articulate thought with a lot of feeling underneath and it came out because his guard was down and one more comment from satisfaction jew who says people say a lot of dumb shit while drunk what people typically don't do is profess their love for a person in this way without it having some string of relevance. Or definitely bring it up abruptly and see his reaction. That should tell you everything you need to know. So OP does update the post and says, Hi, the rules of the update is three days. That's why I didn't update Sunday when I talked to my husband. 
Also because I'm very conflicted. I talked to my husband. He said he didn't remember a lot about that night, especially after my sister and her husband left and we continued drinking. I told him what he said and he didn't look shocked nor surprised, just that he didn't remember saying anything. I asked him if he felt it before we started drinking. He said that he always loved my sister because she is kind and warm. Then he said that he thought she looked very beautiful and probably in his drunken self thought she was hot. He said it is normal that people are curious about the opposite sex. He said that he always thought she is beautiful because all my family is good looking but her weight loss gave her confidence and she looked happy and he was happy for her. I asked him if he could choose between us and he was shocked and said that I was his wife and the mother of his children and he loved me so I asked him if he had just met us and I wasn't his wife or anything and my sister wasn't married. He said that this was getting ridiculous and he hated playing the hypothetical games because people get worked up and fight about things that aren't really. After dinner, he said that he loved me very much and he's happy and I shouldn't overthink what he said and he was just too drunk to even know who or where he was. I'm just not sure. And there was a comment which Opie responded to. Jaden B44 says, I keep thinking about you in this situation. I've read your comments and I hope you'll see a therapist alone too. It would eat at me. How much influence did maintaining continued access to her, regardless how limited, play a part in his decision to stay with you? And my brain would never be able to reconcile knowing how he'd make love to her and that he used your body as a surrogate for his passion for your sister. Those last two would play on a loop in my head for all times. Even contemplating getting to a place of trying to share intimacy with him, my brain would never get to a place where I could surrender to the moment and feel a connection. I'd be comparing. I'd be trapped in my head overthinking every action and reaction. I'd be disengaged and self-conscious always finding myself lacking. I'm ADHD and my brain would never be able to believe it wasn't just a performance. Opie says, I'm very close to my sister and we even live within two minutes from each other. I don't think I haven't thought about that. That he probably accepted the next best thing of being family and friends with her. I'm obsessing about every interaction and every time he mentions her, etc. It is never in a negative way. He's always happy when talking to or about her. Is he the same about me? I don't know. Is this true or am I imagining things now? I don't know. And Jada Kitty replies to that saying, yeah, there's no coming back from this. It's always going to be in the back of your head. Grow a spine and listen to your gut. And there was a couple more comments that came in from later on. People mentioned pretty much the same thing about how you're going to move past this and, you know, he must have a crush on her or something to which OP says he does. He's confessed for me now. He has had feelings for my sister for some years now, but he said that he loves me and our life together. We're going to start counseling and from now on, when I hang out with my sister, he won't be there. And OP added another comment saying, he said he's in love with her. He said it has come and went throughout the years. He never wanted to act on them in the past and never will. And then there was people below that comparing it to, you know, a schoolboy crush situation, saying it's more infatuation than actually being in love with her. Other people saying that, they wouldn't be able to move past that. And other people saying, you know, if you're going to try counseling is the only way this is going to work. Personally, I'm not sure how I would feel about it. I I'm trying to put myself in OP situation and I'm incredibly sorry that you were going through that and, you know, put myself in a hypothetical, you know, I'm with someone and then they confess their love in whatever way about one of my brothers. That would absolutely fuck me up. But how about you? How would you feel in OP situation? What would you 
kind of advice would you give to them in that? Would you consider counseling? Would you move on? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now, our next story comes from Earth Says Hello from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit and says, Am I the Arsehole for sinning letting my friend live at our house? Technically, a would I be the arsehole? My husband, 40, and I, 38, spend our winters down south with my family, leaving our large home up north vacant for months at a time, starting after Thanksgiving. We like to offer the house for free to people we know while we're gone, since otherwise it just sits vacant. We prefer knowing someone is here if something goes wrong. While our friends get a vacation and unlike an Airbnb, professional cleaners come in every other week, so there is no maintenance. We offered the house to my friend Jill, 39, and her fiance Jack, 41. Jill already has a condo, but Jack's children don't have a place to stay there. So we hoped that they would want a larger space so the kids could visit more. Jack jumped on it, with Jill saying she would stay on the weekends. A couple of weeks later, Jill told me she and Jack had broken up. Jack was going to stay with Jill for one and a half months, then move into our house. We're okay with that. At that point, it seemed like all four of us would still remain friendly and maybe even continue our weekly game nights. A week after that, Jill told me that Jack was already dating around while living at her place. He would get on dating sites next to her on the couch and was texting constantly and going out at night. She said it was hard to see him dating just a couple of weeks after their breakup, but she understood this was how he was handling things. A couple of weeks after that, Jill told me she no longer wanted to be included on group chats with Jack. Jack had started a relationship with another woman and things had gotten ugly enough, Jill asked him to move out. He was living on a friend's couch and was posting pictures of this new woman on Facebook. My husband and I started to feel uncomfortable with Jack staying here. It was one thing when it was Jack, Jill and the kids. It's another Jack and a bunch of dates or Jack and a new lady we've never met. We didn't hear from Jack during this time, so everything was coming from Jill or Facebook, but Jack just didn't seem to be in the same headspace as when we spent time with him. I concerns that he couldn't keep it together for one and a half months to move into our place. I don't want to be judgmental of Jack's sex life or coping methods, but I don't feel like he's treating my friend well. We started reaching out to other people for staying at the house. Jack finally contacted us today and asked when we would give him the grand tour. I realize now that Jack could really use the place to stay more than anyone we know. And we did tell him he could stay. I just feel skeevy or uncomfortable letting him stay here. And I feel like a bad friend to Jill, who has encouraged us not to let this interfere with our friendship with Jack. 
who has said she thinks Jack is a good guy, but immature and spiteful. Would I be the asshole telling Jack we're rescinding our offer for him to stay three weeks before he's supposed to? Am I wrong assuming this would absolutely kill any chance of a friendship if or when Jack's what seems like his middle crisis? And of course, there were some relevant comments which Opie responds to and gives some additional information at the same time. So, Fragrant Martello 19 says, Not the arsehole, but you need to listen to the previous commenter. Your friendship was based mainly with Jill, and Jack received the invitation to stay, incidentally because he and Jill were a unit. I completely understand your distaste for and hesitation about him now. The main reason to uninvite Jack is what the previous person stated. He's currently couch surfing and if he's able to have stable housing at your place, he's not going to want to give it up, especially since he has kids. The length of time he stays could grant him residency and then you'll have to go through a formal eviction process. It can open up a huge can of worms for you. You should err on the side of caution and rescind the offer to Jack. It will spare everyone what could easily turn into a nightmare. Opie says, oh geez, I hadn't even considered the squatter issue. We've been doing this for years, but with closely trusted friends, i.e. jail level. And I've not even considered someone taking advantage of it. Regardless what we do, I think we need to come up with a contract. As that says, no one's an asshole here, whatever you decide. I know it's not necessarily what the post is about, but it doesn't seem like Jack is doing anything wrong from what you've told us. Jill even said it's okay for you to remain friends with him. You shouldn't feel like you have to refuse him for Jill's sake. It seems like she's just salty that he's moved on so quickly. Opie says, I don't have an issue with Jack moving on at whatever speed he wishes. Jill doesn't either. She said it was painful to see him move on, but she understands that is how he deals with heartache and so that this was expected. When I got divorced 10 plus years ago, I was very conscious of judgment that comes with moving on too fast and I still got judged. The answer is that people who still supported your ex will think any amount of time is too fast, so I try not to put that on others. The issue comes in is that Jill not only offered to let him stay after their breakup long enough to get a new place, but helped to facilitate him getting four months of a place to live for free, i.e. vouching that he'd be fine there on his own without her. And his response has been very openly start dating other people, to the point of showing pictures of women to Jill and telling her how young they are. I understand they're sharing a space, but if married spouses can manage to have affairs, then surely Jack can discreetly date while still living with Jill. This is a purposeful action on Jack's part. And even then, Jill continued to express disappointment with his actions, but gave him a place to stay. And I've mentioned elsewhere, as someone who has taken the high road, that doesn't mean you actually want your friends to continue a friendship with someone who is actively treating you badly. It just means you're not going to ask them to stop. You're hoping they are smart enough to see someone openly treating you badly, and not condone that behavior. No, Jill has not told us to cut off Jack. That doesn't mean it wouldn't be more comfortable for her to just do so. And it's a show of support for her. I don't necessarily want to cut off Jack, but while he's going through this nasty spell, I don't want to facilitate this behavior. He's acting in ways I didn't think him capable of. To give a timeline to this, we asked Jack and Jill to house it at the end of September. They broke up in the beginning of October. Jill told us on the 11th that they had broken up, but said Jack could still house it. She told me on the 14th that he was doing the online dating thing. She then told me about asking him to leave on the 30th. And he's supposed to move into our place on the 24th of November. All of this has happened in less than a month and now we're scrambling to make a decision before we leave town. Can Jack really not wait to openly move on long enough to get to our house? It's his choice to move on, but this doesn't speak to a 41-year-old father making adult choices for his friends and children. 
is college-age behavior when our house is not a bachelor pad. They'd be sleeping in our bed for Pete's sake. Now, for me in this situation, about their, their relationship in general, and, you know, I can't criticize someone for, for moving on or at whatever speed that they choose to do so. They were broken up. They can do whatever they like after. But for me, personally, this is about respect. And I wouldn't see myself doing something like that in that situation. I think it's really disrespectful, in my opinion, of course. And I just think it's really disrespectful to do this to your ex-partner. I don't know the ins and outs of why they broken up or anything like that. But still, you know, you're staying with them for one and a half months. That's, you know, I, I just... It just comes across to me is you know really unneeded and then the added comments as well about showing her pictures of women mentioning that they're younger it comes across as really spiteful and immature and i can totally understand why you'd look at that and think no i don't want that person staying in my house no more your choices in life do affect the way other people think about you and and that's just the way it is this is your home this is your property and if you don't feel like you can trust this person being in your house in the way that they're currently acting right now, then you just simply don't do it. And that other comment brought up some good points about squatters' rights and all this kind of thing. You know, I don't know the full ins and outs of the law and this just from what we've read in previous stuff. And there's been some absolute horror stories. And I've seen some stuff in the UK, actually, especially on TV programs, you know, daytime TV bullshit that I watch. <laughs> where they try and get rid of squatters. And I know this is in the UK. I don't know where this is based. I've seen it been an absolute nightmare. But OP does update the post and says, First, I called Jill to have a talk with her. I told her I respected her taking the high road, but if she needed my support, we were in her corner. She updated me that Jack says he met this new woman two days after Jack and Jill split up. I'm not sure I believe that. He started taking her out several times a week and describing the dates to Jill. He would show Jill pictures of her, telling Jill that he was impressed he got a woman under 30. He told her he didn't mean for it to happen so quickly, but that he's madly in love with her and that she's the one. <sighs> that was the point Jill told him to move out. She said she didn't think Jack would respect a no strangers rule if we had him stay in our house, but that she wouldn't see us having him house it as us taking sides. It was a good talk. Next, I had a long, thorough talk with my husband about both of our future relationship with Jack and our needs in a house sitter. He said that Jack reminded of my husband when he was in his 20s and that he would never let a 20-year-old me live at my house. He said he felt more comfortable just setting up blink cameras, which was the opposite goal of having a house sitter. Then my husband wrote a long, polite text to Jack saying he wished Jack and his new relationship the best, but we don't feel comfortable with a stranger at our house and that we felt like stepping back was the best idea during this breakup. Jack responded, I understand, thanks for the heads up. So in the end, a lot of time and energy went into a tough decision with the most blasé response ever, which is probably the best result possible. Thanks all of you for the advice. Yeah, and that could have went a lot, lot worse from the amount of stories that we've read, right? We, it could have blown up in all sorts of ways and I think it went the best possible way and it's funny how we build things up in our head isn't it you know sometimes you're worrying about stuff approaching people with a certain situation and it's going round and round in your head and all the possible ways it could be an absolute disaster so when something like this happens it's like oh fuck wish i'd done this earlier you know <laughs> but anyway what do you guys make of this situation maybe you have a completely different opinion on the matter Always love to hear it. Always love your opinions. So thank you so much for sharing them. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 